When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. They can never do it like I. When you see man pull up and slide. Man stepped in a room with legends, Rio and Steve. You know it's a vibe. Check the podcast, what you want to know. Don't ask me, go and ask Joe. If you're talking Premier League, he's on the front line and I gotta go. Oh. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. Vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in buddy. That's right, Joel Bain here, living my best life, top of the table. We got here, Barry Williams. Don't talk about Chelsea. Alright, we're not going to talk about Chelsea. Are you all right? Huh? Can they celebrate in the Mickey Mouse Cup, Steve? Listen. When you win trophies, you're allowed to celebrate them. Until you win trophies, bro, we we've got enough trophies in our cabinet. You I'm just not- don't like you just don't like to acknowledge them when it's me. But anyway, let the people know where we are and what we're doing, please. So we are in Paris. We've upgraded on Rio Ferdinand. We've got someone with way more caps. I mean, like a nearly a, is it nearly a hundred more caps than he's got? What's he on? Like eighty one or something? Something like that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, 90, odd, 90 odd more caps than Rio. So we've upgraded Rio because Rio's got a poly back. Yeah, no, he's not feeling well, guys. So you can drop him a get well soon message in the comments, please. Yeah, man. Or stop being wet. One of the two. We're at the best awards, people. Yeah, so we are at the FIFA best awards. Mm-hmm. Um, there's three finalists. Each category is the FIFA awards. It is glittery outside already. Just caught Nanny on the way in. Matting. Yeah, just yeah. having a chat to him yesterday about Manchester United winning the trophy. Don't worry about that. Winners only. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be going over. Um, oh, tonight we're gonna be getting awarded. Hope you've brought a fresh suit, Joel. Listen, I can't lie. I'm looking suave tonight. FIFA men's best player, and up for that we have got Benzema, Mbappe, Messi. Might have heard of them three. Uh, you've got FIFA best women's player as well. We've got Beth Mead, got Alex that. Morgan. What? Might have heard of her. You should have heard of her. <laughs> uh, and Alexia Buteas, right? You've also got FIFA um, men's coach. You've got women's coach. You've got men's goalkeeper, women's goalkeeper. You've got the Puskas Awards. You've got the FIFA Fan Award. I'm not sure what that one is. And the coach is a weird one, right? Because for me, he got to give it Ancelotti last year, right? No, no, no. The league are... is the league that I'm hearing on. Pep Guardiola was the th- I'll, I'll get into that because I think the nomination I think pretty sure Pep Guardiola was the third nomination he was yeah so it was Ancelotti uh, Guardiola and Scaloni best men's goalkeeper was uh, Benu Courtois and Martinez uh, and I think Martinez has won that one as well you're going to do this when he wins I reckon he'd probably be super chill about winning <laughs> in the circumstances of it now 
Uh, FIFA best women's coach? Surely Serena's up for it. Only one winner. Has to reckon? Has to be. Uh, also, Sutaj from uh, Brazil and uh, Bom Pastor from Lyon. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this game. <laughs> what do you mean, this game? This game. Big game. Big I mean, this weekend's cup final. I come in the office. I come in the, I say the office, the studio. Here's an office, isn't it? But we'll turn it into a studio. Come into a studio. and I don't know what this room is. Give it a pack. Honestly, I give thought it was a press give conference. Give it a pack of salt. <laughs> Anyway. Who's cleaning that up now? I don't know. Anyway, Man United beat Newcastle 2-0. To become EFL champions of the world. To become EFL champions of the world. Are you hearing this? This is absolutely ridiculous. Listen, all the Liverpool fans get on here and try to say that they've won more trophies than United. And the basis of that is that they've won a right lot of League Cups. It, Whether you like it or not, it is a major trophy. Is it the? Is it below the FA Cup? Yeah. Is it below the league? Yeah. Is it below a European trophy that you lot can't win? Yeah. But is it a trophy? Yeah. So don't moan about trophies you can't win. I said we can't win. It. You know what, you guys? Sorry. Oh, oh, so did you win it? Did you win it? Yeah, but you start. Well, you can't win it. They're going to have played every single round. Ten nice. hard, yeah. <laughs> Ten hard goes and plays his strongest team when everyone else is rotating. Use it as a chance to really bring in their youth. Oh, you guys are treating. Yeah, you guys are treating like it's a final. Oh, yeah. So of course you're going to win it. Do you know what I mean? And and I know. You have to admit that Man United have come in for such a poor place, poor, poor place, that this week, you guys... Listen, it's, it's no, monumental. You know what? It's monumental. This is a turning point, right? It, it is. has to be a turning point for United. Manchester United right? can't win. Because on one hand, people are like, Oli never won anything. You're on a trophy drought. Then you win a trophy. You're like, that trophy don't mean anything. Like, Pick a side. It does. It Pick does. a side. I'm picking that side. It means yeah, something. Of course it, it does. Solve something. Yeah. Winning trophies beats not winning it's trophies. You didn't win it. It's, it's one, a small it's, cup. It's a small cup. It's one that years ago that Man United wouldn't have taken serious. Yep. But having not won for so long, it's a trophy that is important in your building progress. For sure. Exactly. How many years was it since the last one? I won't say six. The last what? The last time we won a trophy? Yeah. Five. Five, nearly six years. Six years. Wow. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the game itself then. Did you watch it? Mm. What did you? What was your take on the game itself? United deserved to win it. I think for sure they did. I thought Newcastle, you know what, Newcastle fans were great. I think you could see the levels between. Is that what you're saying? No, I think you could see the levels between the two teams. You could see where Newcastle are, where Man United are, and and are built under Ten Hag. But yeah, I think the game was already yeah it was already over. You had the the, the, the Newcastle fans really trying to cheer them on. They had their moments in the second half, tried to put balls in the box and stuff like that. But they were never gonna they were never gonna hurt United. It was always going to be a one sided game, and and United done the job so. You could see the fans, like United on a counter-attack with Bruno and you're thinking, yeah, he's going to pass it and he didn't. But United fans were just seated, <laughs> like sat in their seats still while, while Newcastle fans are like really trying to, you know, yeah, give was, their team a lift. It was, but it was... Uh, it was disappointing. Yeah. But you know what? Newcastle won in how many weeks now? Yeah. So they, they were they were on fire. They've gone into that, that final, not on a, a good run of... When the pressure came on. The pressure yeah, league four, maybe, yeah. They have a little oh. bit. Well, Pope is a big loss for them. That was massive, I think, the goalkeeper. Karras did well, though. He's played his Yeah, the goals, though. Losses. I mean, I know it deflected Rashford slightly, but come on, Deflection. it can't yeah, go in did. that. He did all right. He did all right. It's not. It's because we think of Karras that you go, you know. No, I'm not even thinking that. I'm just thinking that, that Rashford goal, I don't think the deflection was heavy enough for him to not be able to put a big palm to that. I disagree. No. Protect Karras at all costs. <laughs> Fully don't care. First goal. <laughs> Casemiro clearly offside um, gets the header. Randy, we're offside. I'm not even going to rise to this. Have we, we not, not have we not seen them disallowed? 
Listen, there was an independent person looked at it and decided it was a goal, so shut it. Here's <laughs> uh, uh, really the thing. Do you know what? Personnel for Do you think it was offside? Do you actually think it was offside? Yeah, I mean, if you look at it. I don't, think you can, I don't think you can tell from the angle I've seen. What is the offside rule? It is an unfair advantage. If you're looking at a pixel ahead or you're, you're level, just play. I've seen them dissing out. That's what I'm saying. I just think it's one mm. B or one, one rule. Clearly not the case, is it? But can I just say, I thought United were a little bit flat. Um, and I thought it was quite easy. I think Newcastle fans would be very disappointed in their team, the way they played, because United came out with a business-like sort of attitude to it. Javi came out complaining that Barcelona had a too intense a game against United on Thursday, and that's why they lost this weekend, right? Manchester United picked up two wins against Barcelona and in a cup final against Newcastle. You ain't heard anybody complaining about being tired. You ain't heard anyone coming out and saying there's too many games, nothing like that. They're just getting on with it. Stoic attitude, just getting through it. Now, as fans, are we worried about the, I said, literally the next round of the Europa League is right on us. We're still in the FA Cup. You know, we've got a chance of doing something in the league. It is intense. There is a game every three days. I am praying no one gets injured ahead of this international break and then they're all injured for that international break. I think Ten Hag needs to pull it. Yeah, Ten Hag needs to... I hope that's what he went out and said at lunch the other day where he was like, see that international break, everyone's injured. I hope he did because if he does, that little break would be magic for us and I think that would push us through. Um, but no one's... I, I, I saw quite a few highlights packages and stuff yesterday and the news and that after I got home. And I was looking at what some of the things pundits were saying, and there was a depression in people's voices from what? Sky and BBC. This is Man United are back. No, there was like the first highlight they show of the entire game is uh, the David De Gea save in the first half, and you're like, okay, where is this in the story of today's game? And then the next highlight they show is when it's all United's back to the wall, and you're like, okay, I'm seeing a narrative being put out here. And the journalist that they had outside Wembley was like very much on the. Newcastle couldn't get it done rather than what a great job Manchester United have done being involved in all these competitions winning all of these games and picking the trophy I think he's in line I expected with you guys I think that's what it is like let's be honest even myself even though I really wanted Newcastle to win they were never going to Newcastle had an entire week off to prepare for us. Don't matter. They and they didn't walk out on that pitch. Poor form yeah. recently. And on top of it, it doesn't matter. When does form play into cup finals? No, no, I don't. We lost winning against Barca. That was bad. That, that Thursday night win against Barcelona. You don't think that gives you confidence. What on Avion as well? What's he says it? What, Avion? Sorry. How could you say that? I don't think form plays into cup finals. It's massive. That win against Barcelona really pumped you guys up, man. And I think it wasn't just a, a, a normal win. It wasn't just getting through the last 32 after you celebrated as if it was the last eight. It, it was a monumental win for you guys because it shows that you can beat. We just knocked out the favourites for the competition. Don't make it yeah, to be anything the other. They were literally favourites. Uh, I think the favourites are Arsenal and Man United. I mean, literal favourites for the competition was Barcelona. Well, literal. Yeah. They're not. Knocked out. <laughs> yeah. They're not. Not going to be impressed. They're not. Where did you, where did you get the odds from? Uh, from any random uh, bookmaker you yeah, want to see. Watch check them. Clip it up, mate. Clip it up or leave it at home. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a huge win. And I reckon after that win, you just knew. You know, it's a yeah. You know. I think everyone was speaking about it. After that Thursday night, it's like there's no way they're losing that cup plan. Look at the three wins. Did you give them any help? Leicester, dealt with. Comfortable. Barcelona, dealt with. The, the only goal we've conceded this week was Lewandowski from the spot. Mm. And that was iffy. Yeah. What are you saying? It weren't a pen. I'm saying it was soft. 
I'm saying Bruno's give the ref a decision that he shouldn't have had to, to make. I and I can see why the ref give it. I agree. But it was soft. I agree. We've not conceded a goal from open play in the last three games. And that's, you know, the Leicester game, you could forgive the players for having their eyes on Barcelona in the cup final and maybe balls in that one up because they weren't 100% that's it. Barcelona flying. You reckon United yeah. are title contenders? All right. Are you brave enough to say that? I, I, I said this yesterday on the video, right? Um, I look at City in relation to United and I go, we can catch them. We win our game in hand, it's two points. We can do that. I look at City in relation to Arsenal and I can say, City can catch Arsenal. I can't make the jump from us to Arsenal just yet. Is, is it eight points? I feel like it's too many so, at the moment. But you've got all sorts. Like, how many games left is there? 12? Not that much. Um, 12, 14. Man of the match, Casemiro. Oh, game by numbers. 100% take-ons completed, 100% aerial duels won, 53 touches, eight duels won, six ball recoveries, five tackles, three accurate long balls, two clearances, one chance created, one shot, one goal. Just coming for a payday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Nah, he, he played all right yesterday. We got him and Varane for less than 100 million. Nice. He played all right. Played right. He was nice, a real drill. Nah, you know good. what? I heard you got good. early, early days, your conversation early on about Casemiro. You want me to go into it? Early if days about, about, about him. No, I know. And I remember trying to get involved off air when I heard it. And I was like, <laughs> come on, this guy, he's a, ball, he's, a, he's a leader. He's a winner. No one said he was a baller, by the way. You were like, you were talking about a, a player that impacts from the start. It's, it's job that he does. Nobody else does it. It's an ugly job that nobody likes. Everybody likes the pretty midfielder that can create and whatever. Rodri does, but I think unseen. He's a player that a player that's playing alongside him will appreciate him. One hundred percent. When I had those players alongside me, as a player you appreciate that. That's the, a Jade Moore, a Katie Chapman, they would they would do that all the time for me. And I loved it, but they were players that on the eye from the fan, probably Katie Chapman was probably a bit more appreciated than Jade Moore, but they're the players that you're like, mate, without you in this team, we don't tick. We don't, we don't create, we don't defend the way that we do without that one player. They're so important. So what's Casemiro's impact then on Man United? Winner, mm -hmm. for sure. Leader. They, need, they need, definitely needed leaders. If you look at last year, did they have no, no leaders within their team? And that's just the way he organises. You've seen at the end of the game, you've seen the clip oh, on yeah. Twitter. He the pulled way up Bruno he, Fernandes. He picked up the trophy. They've got the bed didn't pass. He didn't pass. Like, no, he, 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 he did, yeah. <laughs> it's standard. Instead of past. It's the standards that they expect. It's it like, was, look. There was something off the side of the pitch, which I, I don't know if the camera's picked up or not, but uh, he'd fell off the back of the pitch. I don't know if he was doing a clearance or, or whatever it was. He'd fell off the back of the pitch. And as he stands up, he turns to the United fans and yeah. sort of starts going yeah. in. But then he goes to uh, Varane uh, and he does it to Martinez, I think, as well. And I just remember thinking, Varane and Casemiro have won the lot. And it doesn't matter what game it is, whether this is a cup final or not a cup final, they just love winning football matches. I thought he did it for the cameras, personally. Nah. I know where the cameras are. If I do this, does that mean, you know what I mean? Nah, there's I'm passionate. No, nah, he does. does mean, oh God, he does it every week. I'm asking. No, nah, I don't think we can all do it. I don't think yeah, we can. There's a way about doing it. It's how he then motivates people around him as well. It's how he gets the best out of other people. Players like him. Hey, good. Listen, guys, I'm not trying to say that Casemiro isn't a player. Obviously, he's obviously a good player in it. But someone say as good as party job. I reckon there's a discussion to be had at the end of the season, and I'm here for it. I just have to be patient and bide my time. You know, the thing is, they're both important for both teams. Party when also play without him. Big loss. When United play without Casemiro, you can see the difference. Oh so both of them are equally as important. 
Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm splitting it. Lissandro Martinez, he's another one. Mate, nah, so many opportunities. I like him. him I like him. I really do. Let me read Let me read the numbers. 82% pass accuracy, four clearances, three tackles, one, three to four ground duels, one, two blocks, one clean sheet, and of course... Two brawls started. Does he? Does he? Does he? But you know what? Wilson was a bit naughty on that one. There was one where he's naughty. Oh yeah, he, he, looked, what he, did. Yeah, he looked like he he, he looked like he wanted to. He looked like he wanted to hurt him. Yeah. And he's seen it. It was lucky that he's seen yeah. it. Because it could have been dangerous. It was silly. It didn't need to be done. So although, yeah, I've got my like, questions on Wilson. You know, at one point I wanted him at Arsenal when he was at Bournemouth. I thought he was a really good player, and I think he's. He started well with Newcastle, but I remember when I was saying, uh, I don't think he should be picked for England. Just, what are you talking about? Wilson this. I'm like, no, no, I'm not saying he's rubbish. I just reckon, I don't know, man. Is that the player you want in the final? You tell me. I don't know. I think St. Max was more of the player that you didn't want in the final. I think he, oh, he was, but the way that Newcastle player, I just don't think he fits. We were talking about yeah. this in the trainer. So Wilson, maybe oh. if you had... St. Max, him, I think he thrives on being in a team Steve the, the Newcastle team that play on the back foot a little bit more. And then he does a bit of magic and, and dribbles through. Seeds, yeah. yeah. This Newcastle yeah. team holds the ball a bit better now. So exactly. they, they have a higher line. So his start position, you know, he's a bit closer to a defender and I think he's less effective. He was still a, a threat yesterday until we put Wan-Bissaka on and just, he, he threw his hole in there. No, it's true. You know, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, I mean, that's his game though, isn't it? Take me What's on. That, tricky winger. Sound. Yeah, take, exactly. Take me on. Last ditch tackle. You know, if you put it, if you flip it and you have to progress, start from defending, yeah. it's not really Aaron's game. If you but start crosses come in and runners coming off the side of it, he's going to get cooked. But <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you put a Sterling or a Zaha or some Maxim up against him, he's like, what? Yes, that's me. That's me. But that's probably that's because. through Crystal Palace. That, that's probably because, yeah, that as well. But he's probably, he's not originally a defender, is he, really? That's the argument, though, isn't it, for fullbacks nowadays? Do you want somebody that can defend 1v1, defend crosses? Do you want somebody that can start attack? Well, yeah, it's the whole, whole trend yeah, thing. Of, I'm saying. Defend 1v1. It's the whole argument about the modern day fullback. Stop sipping. Just hydrated, man. Yeah, yeah. Ten Hag. What has Dr. Robotnik bought for the guys at Manchester United? <laughs> a style of play, a definite style of play within, mm. the, within, the, within the team. I think they were organised think he's had to make big decisions within that i think his principles he stuck by them and i think that they certainly the longer obviously by sticking by them i think it's really paid off i think the players know where they stand with him they respect him um and i think that a lot of managers have gone there they haven't really had that they haven't really had that discipline from the players something that i think united since fergie have really missed and i mean you lot are united you're an united fan so you'll know more but from my outside of looking in i certainly think he has the respect to the players now yeah. I, I and doing things the way that he's done and we all question him treating Ronaldo in a certain way doing that to Rashford and Shane oh, I didn't bit. question him I didn't question him I knew Ronaldo Rashford, was okay Rashford for being late sometimes you keep that in house should he yeah. have publicly said it right it but look how, look what he's got himself. of course but look look what, look at the response yeah. and I think that if you're going to do it everyone was questioning the Ronaldo thing he's done it to Rashford at the time when Rashford is in the form of his life he continued that so they, they they get it, and I think yeah, as I say, he's been true to his, his principles and his values. I, I think Richard Allen probably needs a little bit of credit here because I think when you look at the problems post Fergie, for me it felt like Ed Woodward wanted us to be a Galacticos kind of club, and it it feels like maybe Richard Arnold has has empowered uh, Ten Hag more in the style of how Fergie was, rather than them looking to almost go in a different direction, be this sort of director of football, buying players and giving them to managers and. 
I think Ollie and Louis and, and Jose probably all would have wanted and Moyes the sort of power uh, to change things that Ten Hag's got. And I think Richard Arnold has to, you know, take a little bit of credit in in empowering Ten Hag to do what he sees right and backing him. Because there was a little bit of talk that Ten Hag wasn't really asked about Ronaldo in the summer. There was no club able to be found for him and, and therefore he was kept. And I feel like that was like a, a an, an above decision like the Glazers maybe or the board was like, we'll keep Ronaldo. And then as the season progressed, what happened happened. And then I think from that moment on, he's had the full control. And, and you look at the signings that we brought in on loan, excellent, like really astute signings for nothing that have bought in, you know, they've got the right mindset, the right attitude, the right work rate. And I think that's what he's building. He's building a team of people that have got discipline, but he's also been empowered to allow that discipline. Because I think every manager wants discipline. He's got his spot on. I mean, I think the only transfer that's still in question at the moment is Anthony. And it's the first season. You know, so. Man's out here scoring winners against Barcelona. And, yeah, you know, still a question. Fodding dudes in cup finals. But, but yeah, there's a question. I also think there's a few other people at your club that deserve the shout-outs, probably more than I know, but Steve McLaren's one, for sure. You mentioned Benny, Benny McCarthy the other day. I think those, it, it's key in it. I don't know what Carrick was doing. I'm, I'm not really involved like that. Carrick, he's doing bits. With yeah, he's doing bits in Middlesbrough, that's for <laughs> sure. Cheap. Yeah, but I mean, in general, at Manchester United... It, I always wonder when Jose's assistant um, manager, yeah, I think he was the glue, and you need really glue. crumbled when he left. Honestly, people don't understand. Like he was massive to Jose's brand and um, coaching team. So I think Man United shifting things around, bringing back that culture with Steve McLaren. Yeah, you guys are going places. You are, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, um, and yeah. <laughs> what about finish below us this year? Bro, I was trying to be cool. This is why I'm never cool I, on the I show. I asked you a question. I, I wasn't insinuating. You, it's a simple question. Why would you, you Why would you ask such a stupid question? Why is, oh, you think it's stupid? It's very stupid. Why is it stupid. Do you think it's smart? I think it's a question. Do you think it's a smart question? Questions are questions then. Just yeah, contradictive to your answer. to your answer before when you said, do you think eight points is too big, which means we'll tell you that you don't get this below you. Bring her back on. <laughs> bring her <laughs> back on. No, because I, 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 I think United are in the race. I think they're in the race for the title. But you've just said that they're too... You're too far away from them. That's but now you're asking him, what if they finish below? The thinks that I want an answer from that. There was no so malice or... Why do you ask questions for an answer, though? <laughs> because I want to know what everyone else thinks. It's not just about what I think. I want to know what you guys think as well. But if they finish below United, yeah. what are you asking? I'm asking, what if Arsenal finish below United? Because I'm not... I'm not that's a failure. Not that hasn't been a failure. They've been in the driver's seat for too long to fail now. Would you say Carteta? I was Arsenal fan. They look at him. stupid question is that? Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I mean, you're a documentary century, Zach. <laughs> was that this season? Was it? <laughs> what season? What season was it? Am I in a documentary saying Zach and Nope. He's only had one season. I'm not involved. <laughs> can we move on? <laughs> how, many, uh, how many cups do you reckon you can win? Out of the three that are left. So, since Eric Ten Hag's been appointed, United have won the Eredivisie, we won the FA Youth Cup, we won the World Cup, we won the Carabao Cup. Um, there's obviously three still to play for. I think two. Two more? Which I think we're going to do the Liverpool treble. FA Cup, Carabao Cup, Europa League. And I think we're going to come second in the league. I think everyone's going to go all Second in the league? Yeah. I think we're going to split one of you two. Wow, that's a big shout. That is a big I do big think United shout. are going to finish second, but I don't know who's going to. I originally said beginning of the season. I think City, City might focus on the Champions League because that's their big thing. Mm-hmm. I think whatever happens with their Premier League um, investigation could really just throw them all because Pep looks like he was struggling with that a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? Yeah. Um, or you lot might fancy your chances in your Open League, take your eye off the ball. And I know, absolutely, I, 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 don't, I don't see that coming. I, I, think, I think one injury to a strike. I think the league. I think the league. No, but you got to see what we did. If you want to move it on, we can move it straight to Arsenal. Uh, Eddie and Ketia needed a rest against Leicester. We played Trossard down the middle first, you know, and I think it, it worked well. Disallowed goal. I, I don't see how that was disallowed. If I'm honest with you, but uh, did you even watch the game? Nope. Yeah. Well, I'm letting you know. Um, it I could, had a big it, game to play. It could have been. There was Premier League winners involved in my game. Yeah. Was there Premier League winners involved in the game you was watching? Yes, yes, so, yes. Let me check the Leicester team. I'll get back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any. Vardy, Vardy, Vardy. Okay, so we had one. We had uh, Madison. One Premier League winner involved in that game then. Madison. Was he not there? No. Did he come after? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know. Oh, no. You know what I was going to say? Yeah. Um, Tossard. Do you reckon he? Yeah, I, I think he he's off the yeah. left. I like. I prefer him off the left. Same here. Do you think? He's had, do you reckon he's had an impact? Back. Do you reckon he's had an impact on Martinelli, on Martinelli's form, or do you reckon the World Cup break has had an impact I think on it's Martinelli's the World Cup form? Break. Okay, and then do you think that competition now because more he prefers and looks better on the left? To be honest with you, I don't care if Martinelli's form is affected by Trossard because. The reality is that's what you need at big clubs. You need competition you need for sure, competition. but what I'm saying, yeah. So if you're crumbling when there's a next man that comes in, that says more about. I feel you. like I feel like he half is. I feel like they, I think he's lost. I think he's not. But, but I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's. But they were able to play both of them. Yeah, I, so, didn't, I didn't like Trossard though. Worked Martin any squad. Yeah, I did so, like Trossard down the middle. So you didn't like him down the middle. No, I think he was all right. Comes in short. It's, it's a false line role, isn't it? It's yeah. not like a number nine, number nine. You're not buying it. It's also really interesting. No, I just I just think he's. He's had good impact down the left hand side for you. So I really like him. I think he's a great signing. You know, you know he's a great signing and a bargain to Genio. And you know what? At Chelsea, people were cussing, mate. What was it? Yeah, thing? no, no, no. He did really well. Yeah, I think Chelsea got nine hundred. No, but also, exactly. But but I twelve million. Nine hundred. No, but I'm saying no. It's, it's not, it's not a, bad. That's it's a, a skill. That's not bad. It's not bad. Still, I'm saying for all the things. Everyone shops up. 
But all the things that people are saying that he couldn't do is positioning, intercepting, and all that off the ball stuff that he was never good at at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But some somehow in this Arsenal team, he's found well, that's been able to do it. That's because we've got a midfield that functions. You guys don't even know. I, mean, I know. Our midfielders. I don't are, even know so. who our team. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not play out on loan to Nice. Yeah. So and when you're not comfortable, when you're not settled, I just think he's set, I think yeah. he's settled nicely. I saw some really interesting analysis. Shout out to Tifo. Uh, Watch a video from Tifo over there, which was talking about Arteta's game state management. So you lot do not concede in the first 15 minutes of games. Uh, you score around about seven, I think you've scored seven goals in every 15 minute block across the 90 minutes, except for the 15 minutes following half time when you've scored 13. Now this doesn't include this weekend's game, so I saw this Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, but that is a madness because every coach would love to go out and, and put a bed to, uh, game to bed in that 15 minute window. That's surprising, you know, because I'll start fast. You're saying they don't score in that 15 minute period or they don't, what did you say? Don't no, concede? they don't concede. Oh, okay, sorry. They score, um, they score in the first 50, I think they score seven, six or seven in every um, 15 minute period. Oh, okay, get you. But they do not concede in the first or last 15 minutes. It kind of, there's a graph kind of goes like this. So they concede more as the game goes on from 15 to 75. I'll take that. It kind of goes in I a graph like this, but they don't concede in the first 15, which is weird. And then the, the fact they don't concede in the last 15 is generally because you have had the lead. I think you've had the lead in 14 and 19 games going into the last 15. And we're just pressurizing the Well, you, you go to a back three in the last 15. So you, you lock it off. Now, that is intelligent from Arteta. But I, I want I want to... Uh, the I also thought, think, I also, I, but I also think from the players, because I think that's what <clears> they <throat> are so better at this year that they weren't at last year. Hold on. They were... Yeah, yeah and just and, being, able, and managing being able to even just sit in a shape. Yeah. Being able to sit in a shape and, and play without, without the ball. Just, almost flawless for the first 15 yeah. minutes that that TIFO needs more work I'd like to know more on what they've done in that first 15 I mean so. what are your thoughts on Arteta seriously all jokes aside from what you're seeing this I find the, yes we're top genuinely I yes. find the whiteboard thing cringy as fuck right proper but it works though maybe I just no, find it, it well it obviously does I just find it proper cringy but there is obviously uh, I, people expected and as I expected copy paste of Pep I think he's still. I think he is that. No, nah, I think he's nah, way he's more not. defensively nah. organised than Pep. Way more mm, defensively. Nah, organized. agreed. I agreed with Steve for once. Nah, uh, I, I, no, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I think that he's comfortable. Like, I, I don't think City are comfortable to sit in. But, that, I'd say that's a difference. That Arsenal are comfortable to I sit in and play honest. without the ball. But I'm just saying, it's a, it is like a carbon copy. When I watch it, I'm like, you're trying to do exactly the same thing. No, like, yeah, he is. What is he not doing? What is he not doing that Pep is doing? I, I think, think he's more well, direct. I think, no, I think, exactly. I think it's, I it's less intricacies in the passes. If you're looking at our wingers, our wingers are way more direct than. Yeah, I think the, the wing. City. I think the. This, know, season, this season, this season, yeah, because now with Haaland and Man City are playing a lot, a lot different. You think of Pep's teams, that's Arteta's team now. Yeah, it is, with the ball, it is. It is for sure. Right. No, I don't think they're anywhere. I think. I th- they're not I, near I the level. Of, they're not near that level. They try to be. I see a lot of ball. City having possession for the for that Pep reorganization thing. That is it 30 passes or 20 passes that he wants to to start breaking the opposition shape down. I don't see Arsenal doing a lot of passes. For when the Jesus pass. is in there, they do that. When Jesus is in there, they do that. Speaking of him, he needs to hurry up and come back. Yeah. And if it does, it's October or something. Yeah. But my worry is because he is pretty fragile. Everyone goes, oh, I can't wait till Jesus comes back. He could come back and get injured again. Yeah. It's Tony Marshall, mate. No, come on. He's not. You're, you're that that guy got given, hey, would you like to be Manchester United's number nine on a plate? And he went. No, no, that's that's Marshall. That's that's not Jesus. Jesus is it's like. We bought a geezer from Burnley. We scored two. 
And he could have made himself a cult hero in that cult final yesterday. Yeah, he could have. He could have. But he didn't. You see the way he was looking at that trophy? I've never even looked at my kids like that. Clear. <laughs> it's a successful loan spell for him. He's joined the right time as well. But yeah, I think um, story of the weekend, Arsenal uh, 1-0. It looks like we're on our way to winning the title. And yeah, it's because everyone else drops points. You know, Man City dropping points to Nottingham Forest is, is huge. It was huge. Mm. I think that's what got us back in there, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we go with that. Let's uh, no, move that's it on. Why, that's why I didn't want to hear. I knew this was coming. Let's yeah. move it on to uh, your team. Uh, can't. Did you win? Chelsea women, yeah, they won. There was a you <laughs> know they beat Arsenal in fifth round of the FA Cup. I couldn't even watch them. Uh, can't watch them lately. What did you say on the train? Get Potter out. Well, wow. I was a little stronger than that. And we just say, get him effing out of our team, <laughs> out of our club immediately. You're not feeling, you're not feeling him now. Most, no, most, no, no, it's just frustrating. Like, yeah, there's been, there's been a hefty shift, right? In, in terms of like all the ins and outs Stop and whatever. But I'm just like, I just don't see anything. And I know that, you know, he's comparing himself to the artillery. He was given time and blah. But I'm just looking at, it's like a carbon copy of what he was like at Brighton. Yeah. It's like the, the, the same. the goal stats? We scored two in 11, yeah, I think, or three in 11. You win in every game on XG. But not Mate, uh, Chelsea fans don't accept good performances, if you can even call them good, without a win. Yeah, We'd rather win ugly and take the three points and bring trophies in than the possess the ball and do nothing with it and it'd be boring and slow. And I'm not enjoying watching Chelsea. It doesn't even feel like a Chelsea team. It's really difficult for a fan to watch it. It don't feel like a Chelsea team. I can't even name an 11, I don't think. <laughs> Well, they can't. No, it's like midfielders. No, I'm yeah. just saying I don't even know. Like, it's like, you know, like you listen and it's like, who? It's mean, like 44 yeah. first team players, isn't it? It's mental. Do you know what the, the issue is for me? When Graham Potter talks, he doesn't sound as if he's in control. Mm. He's walking in the uh, press room, got a little smirk and little giggles. Mm. <laughs> listen, you got players in that team who have won the Champions the League. Right? Ben Chilwell, Mason Mount, quite a few of them. You know, you got big players. You got players that have won the World Cup. If my coach doesn't look like he can control, you know what I mean? He should have gone. Should have just, it's kind of like... He should have just put pressure on a man. That's what I'm trying to... That's what I'm trying to... I just look at it, though. That doesn't give a lot of confidence to the players, let alone mm. the fans. But that's what I'm trying to understand with him because you talk to people that it's know him him. and they'll say how much of a good coach he is. People that have worked under him and they'll be like, you know what, give him time. He's a great coach. He will come good. And it's like, really? And then I think other players, characters, too big for him to manage. And get him. Hundred percent, they are. That's how it feels. Fan looking in, but I'm just like when you people talk about him, it's like they talk so highly of him. Just like give him time. I'm like, you know what else isn't doing him a favor? Brighton are flying. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. So it makes it look like exactly the same. Can't score goals. Can't score goals. Three and eleven. Can't couldn't score at Brighton. He leaves Brighton. Brighton are flying. Brighton and lose Trossard as well. Yeah. And Harry Kane. Is he going to stay at Spurs forever? Yeah, Mark come to Chelsea. <laughs> successful player in English football and Hurricane. We we've had this discussion. Which we spoke about it last week. It's just like, would you not just want to move? Like, go somewhere and win trophies, man. I think he'd call this trophy a Mickey Mouse trophy. What? He take it about a nuclear. Sing sing like Marvin Gaye to it. <laughs> shit. <laughs> so that, that trophy would be his locks really if he won it. <laughs> oh baby oh man I can't believe it yeah I don't know it's a weird one for me obviously man of the match was um, Oliver Skip 48 touches 27 out of 34 passes made 3 tackles man that skip is back in I'm right 261 goals sorry right um, uh, Spurs who? Is it 261 goals I don't have the stat here mate it's a lot of goals put it that way quite a lot yeah 
Yeah. I just want to know what's going on in his head because he just... I just don't get it personally. If he'd have signed for City, that would have stopped Haaland going to City, but would it have won City the Champions League? Do you reckon that gets Spurs uh, top four now? Newcastle have fell off Royal, haven't they? And I don't know how much that cup final... Um, will affect them? Yeah. I mean, they're fine. I was going to say that, right? So, say for example, now Newcastle, but see, say for example, them, they've lost it at Cup final, right? Mm -hmm. And if they finish outside the top six, is that success based off last season's? With a clear head, yes, they've progressed, but it won't feel good, will it? That's what I'm saying. Is it a success? So, it's progression, but is it a success based off what they've done? With a clear head, it is, but it won't feel like it. And that's why I say when you go, oh, Arsenal would have bitten your hand off last year for top four, I go, yeah, nah. (laughs) <laughs> the objective, the objective, exactly. It's all changed. So if so. you're, if it's the, if it's the reverse eighty nine, yeah, where you end up eighty ninth minute, you you need a, um, you you concede a goal to lose the league on the mm. last day of the season when it was in your hands, and you just have to hold on for another minute. Are you going to be philosophical about well, we came second, it was progress? Or are you going to be crying in the street like the rest of the Arsenal? I don't like the example. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to rattle through the rest now. Bournemouth losing 4-1 to Man City. Haaland didn't really do much. Um, still scores. Obviously, Foden. Foden's got like 200 appearances now for City at the age of 22. Like, that is unreal. And he started some of them too. Yeah, it, <laughs> unreal. Alvarez, of course, back in uh, goal for him form. Um, Pep, I still feel like it's a funny year. Hopefully, we do the business. Do you believe in us? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you believe in yours? I do. I really do. Why? Because, I feel, like I said earlier on, I feel like teams around are just dropping points. Like, I, f- I feel like, as weird as it sounds, the most informed You're team is Man points. United. Yeah, that's what yeah. one. No, it's true. The most informed team is Man United. So, mm-hmm. and they're not, they're not in, com- they're, they're not in contention, are they? So, we're all good. We're all good. He's going to clip it up. When we uh, get within three points of them, just send me that. Yeah, so uh, moving it on, Crystal Palace nil, Liverpool nil. I mean, people last week were telling me, oh, Liverpool are going to get top four. I think Rio was saying it. But again, People are dropping points. Did Patrick Vieira. Uh, in terms of the points, though, Liverpool are not as far off as as, as I mentally had them. It's Chelsea that are well far off. Yeah, Liverpool are, have actually climbed up a little bit. Spurs dropping points. Newcastle dropping points. But you know what? Liverpool are getting their players back. Jota, for me, all of these players back. Dyke, uh, Van Dijk, whatever. But they still look poor. They still genuinely look poor. They look so vulnerable. They look just like uh, that. their leadership, you know, when you talk about the Milners and the Hendersons, they used to rely on for that leadership and that and, and, and players to drive. They ain't got that. But all, the, all their, all their players, all their new players are like attacking players. You know, when you look in the middle, it is empty. It is when you look it at is, the back, it's so it's bad. It's, uh, they, needed, they needed a Casemiro or a new right back is what they needed. Yeah. It's, it's you're, really right tr- you're really right in Trent off like that. Well, Trent got man of the match if they, on. If they, if they, Trent saying, got no, for example, if they, if they, if they feel that midfield right, so if they get a midfield that is better than what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Trent obviously, and then they play the way that we're used to seeing them a high pressing team. Trent a bit higher. They don't they, obviously they stop at, at source right, which means that they, they defend Maybe. there. Then he will start to look back to what we seen as Trent being it's fantastic the, fullback, right? Agree, but yeah. the fact that they're not pressing the way that they used to, teams are allowed to come onto them, and now he's being challenged defensively. <sighs> After being so used to being in such a high position, it's like everybody's like he's this. People are making excuses for him, saying, "Oh well, he knew it. He's so high up the pitch, but, but he, is. he isn't. It, but he's not been getting done high up the pitch. He's not like not like that. Well, sometimes yes, no, 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 no,
he's on the goal line and he you know he doesn't track back he is tracking back or he is following somebody into the box and then something happens and he unplugs and stands still while the game has carried on there's a few of them there's those ones and then there's there's the ones where they just poke it right over his head and he's completely yeah oh they they run him from behind him because he's he's it reminds me of Harry Maguire and he's no he's 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 in he's in the defensive line he's in the right position but he's not at a check of his shot. I think he doesn't decision know making when he's defending is poor. That's what I think. Lesson really? learned. Yeah, decision making to go and pre- when to go, when not to, the distances. He gets that all wrong. So if there's all so these he's never in a, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Who's telling him? That they should be telling him. Clearly, nobody. At the there's some basic errors that he makes as a fullback defense. Like, and he knows it. You can see that he'll get himself in a good position, and in the decision to whether to press or delay or whatever it might be, mm. he don't get right. But he's a smart kid, so it's strange that he don't get them right. Yeah, if and he's he, not he, offering enough at the other end of the pitch this season. Last year, yeah, you get I thought there was more. What's the stuff? I think he's, been, I think he's been he's, a little bit less than the lower thing this year. What is this? Yeah, it's like three or four. Well, I think Liverpool have been sloppy. I don't think like yeah, yes, we we'll highlight him. It's great. Yeah. Like it's easy to highlight him because yeah. of the success he was given the team. Yeah. So we can highlight him. when you watch them. They are sloppy in possession. Wow. Like they are poor. The intensity of their play. We're so used to it. The being walking so unforgivable. So the walking Messi around. walks he's the best in the world yeah, but he's <laughs> no joke joke out no I don't like that either I'm one of them that, yeah it doesn't look good does it especially when your team is struggling and you've got a player that looks like he, could, he can't be bothered but, but that's just the body language and people's perception of that yeah I'm sure he's not like he can't bother. I never agree with the players that can't bother. Yeah. but the walking the way it looks I can't remember which game it was I want to say it was Napoli where he gets beat he starts walking the ball comes back into his zone where you think if you'd have just stayed on your toes, you are a meter away from blocking this and you've not, and you've just not kept alert and it's, it's unfathomable. Do you reckon he's won too much too soon? No, I don't think that's a thing. You don't? No. You don't think that's a thing? I'm not just talking trend. You don't think that's a no, thing? No, I don't think that's a thing. I think winners are winners and they, they keep winning and they get addicted to it. Well, look at Rio. When all that stuff was going on, we see he's like, am I getting a seventh title here or what? <laughs> yeah, that's I, I think they just want to stack up the medals after that. I think once you get a taste of it, you want to keep going. I don't think you can win too much too soon. I think I mean, I think if you win a lot young, you start looking at who can I chase down here. You know, can I get above him? Can I get more titles than he's got? Yeah, yeah, because it's just a blip. You'll get back to them level. Oh, he he's a wicked player. Yeah. I mean, I hope he doesn't. You know, honestly. But so, final question about Liverpool: Where are Liverpool finishing? Do you know what? A few weeks back, I said fourth, but. I don't know because we write off Spurs, right? We write them off. I thought they were, and like done. I thought they were done, and then we talk about Conte and blah. Yeah. I reckon they could finish fourth. Are you Liverpool, no Spurs. Yeah. So. Whereas I've been saying Liverpool. Well, I originally said Liverpool to win the league. That was a bit stupid of me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. I had Arsenal in eighth. Did you? Yeah. yeah so that was just as stupid as my comment. So, but I don't. I think. I think Liverpool. I think Liverpool finish outside top four. Wow. Yeah. Other Premier League games, Fulham won, Wolves won. Shout out to Fulham. Absolutely. I, I know we keep getting DMs about yeah. not talking about Fulham. Uh-huh. They're doing, but they're just doing work. Yeah. They're just going in. What? 1 0, three points, yeah. sound. They're I've playing been, in I've been saying all season, they're in a false position and, and they're staying in a false staying position. There. It's like, they're staying. Don't talk about false positions. No, but I'm saying all season, I'm like, they're in a false position and they are still there. Well, they, yeah, I mean, obviously, Wolves are, wolves are going, aren't they? Someone's going to raid Wolves for the likes of Neves. Nah, I think they... I, 
I don't know what's going on in the bottom because even even with uh, Everton losing now, it's just like, Ooh, I thought that's just going to change things around. I'm not saying he, he isn't, but you start to wonder, anything can happen down there. But it's mad because I was watching Everton Villa, it's a game I did on Saturday and he had fans calling, oh, I don't like this Dyche style. His style against Villa, a high pressing, Villa wanted to press high, right? So Pickford can kick. They're going long, they play second ball in territory football and they played in the opposition half. McNeil was on fire, like the delivery he's put in. They need a striker. They need a striker. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, where are you? They need a striker. The deliveries from Moroby and McNeil at the weekend. I can't even tell you how many crosses coming up. Why, why would they have sold Ings? And they were better. They were better than Villa throughout the game in terms of territory and chances created. Speaking and then Villa things. go on and get a... Yeah. Get oh, a yeah. win. It'd be yeah. the Ings though. He gets the... The two goals. Two goals. Mm. It's first two goals, I reckon, isn't it, for West Ham? Yeah. Is it first start as well? Is it his first start? I don't know if it's first start, but I know it's... Uh, no, I think it might be, no? Really? Really, West Ham need points might be wrong. because they, you know, they could easily get sucked into that that relegation dog. But even even Antonio coming in and scoring as well, so you'd think that like yeah, that kind of he comes in, Ings has scored two, he comes into the game, scores. Oh. So it's like who's going down? Get in, but who's going down? Southampton, Leeds. Southampton lost one 0 to Leeds, by the way. And how not missed they? And um, Bournemouth. I'm going no, I'm going Southampton and, and Bournemouth for sure. And that, that third one's difficult. At the minute I'm thinking Leeds, but they got that big result of the weekend, so I'm I don't know. It's difficult. I Originally I said Leeds, but it's gonna be difficult down there. It could be anyone between Everton, you still got Everton that are gonna be down there, you've got Leeds. Um I mean Bournemouth Southampton not in Forest. Not in Forest, I was thinking. Wolves but their home form was good, so they're picking up points at home. Yeah, I think it'd be Wolves. I think Wolves will be down there fighting. You think who's good enough? I think Forest will stay up. I think they just keep scrapping. Yeah, I think that, especially at home, City Ground is a difficult one. <laughs> All right, guys, that is this week's episode of Bible Five. Farah, thank you so much for stepping in and helping us out. You are absolutely thanks for having brilliant. me. I won't be back. No, yes, you will. You'll definitely be back. Stay. I hope you enjoyed the Mickey Mouse uh, Cup. And but what? What? Clean this up. Salty Bayer over here in the corner. Um, <laughs> do you want to plug your pod? Plug my pod. BBB. Boots, balls, bras. Tell them. Apple, Spotify. Tune in on a Tuesday, 5pm. The best women's pod in England, for sure. For sure. Make sure you check it out. Absolutely brilliant stuff. And yeah, we'll have you back soon. Rio, get well. We're off to the best awards. Peace. Peace out.